Thanks as always for having me on, Kevin. I am the Skipper Dude, proud Broncos fan since 1984. So today we're going to jump in on the hot topic of the moment, as everybody else is, and we're going to take a look at the Denver Broncos coaching staff and the challenge uh, that, that we have ahead in replacing Vance Joseph. Now, by the time you listen to this segment, the deal may already be done. As I was recording this, things seem to be trending toward Vic Fangio, but um, it's still certainly up in the air. What I'm not going to do today is to give you a breakdown of the head coaching candidates that Elway is considering to replace BJ. There are plenty of football folks smarter than me, and they'll be able to give you a better analysis of, the, of these top candidates. Instead, what I'd like to do is discuss the process that I believe John Elway should be going through to choose the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. Because, guys, I honestly don't like where things are with the process right now. Elway, to me, is coming off, in my opinion, like that legendary quarterback he was. He wasn't great at following playbooks. He, he didn't read progressions particularly well. But he thrived when plays broke down. And he could improvise, and he had monumental physical skills to, to, to make things happen. Well, okay, that, that approach works great. If you're on your own two-yard line, you need a touchdown to win the AFC Championship. But when you apply that same cowboy mentality as a general manager to hiring a head coach, you end up audibling and making bad decisions and getting your heart set on guys like Vance Joseph. So, so my contention, and, and in truth, I may or may not be right about this, is that John Elway went about his process of hiring Vance Joseph back in 2017 exactly the wrong way. And I'm not convinced that he's doing a much better job this time. From, from what I've researched and, and I, what I remember from 2017, Elway only did three interviews. V, VJ, Kyle Shanahan, who was a courtesy interview basically for his dad, and, and Mike, and, and I'm sorry, Dave Taub, who was the special teams coach in, in Kansas City and is still today, still the special teams coach in, in Kansas City. Elway's obviously doing a better job this time with at least five you know, interviews, Fangio, Munchak, Taylor Pagano and Flores, but, but I still don't believe he's going about this search the right way. And I'd like to put my 30 years of business experience to, to work to explain why. So head coaching changes, whether it's the NFL, whether it's the Major League Baseball, you know, NBA, NHL, the, the, this cycle of, of life, basically, for a franchise is the best opportunity any franchise is going to get to take a step back, to do some soul searching, to reevaluate their priorities, and, and even to update their vision for success. When, when he fired Vance Joseph and started his head coaching search, I believe the first thing John Elway should have done was to assemble a team of football insiders to map out a strategy for the next five years or so. And this team needed to not be a bunch of John Elway yes-men. It needed to be a collaboration of men Elway trusts, regardless of whether they agree with him or not. He, he needed to bring in dissenting voices. Um, he, perhaps he'd have included scouts and scouting directors, line coaches, you know, former coaches and GMs, perhaps even good old boys and, and, and old friends like Dan Marino or Jimmy Johnson or Bill Cowher, the legitimate NFL voices. Okay, then he needed to take this team hire them as consultants if he needed to, whatever he needed to do, but sequester them away at a retreat in a beautiful place, maybe five to seven days. Fill them full of good food and plenty of alcohol. 
and and take this brain trust and just take a few days and, and just talk football, okay? It's starting with what we call in the business world blue sky discussions, okay? Just very big picture philosophical stuff. Where, where is the NFL headed strategically and tactically the next few years? What impact is player safety having on the game? Was this year's Rams-Chiefs 54-51 game an aberration, or was it a harbinger of things to come? Historically, defenses win championships. Will that still be true five years from now? What role will the tight end play in future offenses? You know, what is of more incremental value to an offense, a quality wide receiver one or a quality right tackle? I mean, just big picture philosophical stuff surrounded by good football people. So following that theoretical blue sky discussion, then, then this, this team of consultants needed to begin discussing the Broncos in particular. What's the Broncos' vision for the future? Are they going to focus on defense, offense, or a balance of both? Are they going to be strength or speed oriented, cutting edge or old school, focus on veteran talent or youth? Um, how, how quickly do you try to work rookies into your starting rotation? Will you be boom and bust like, like a team like the Seahawks or the Cardinals? Or are you going to be slow and steady like, te- like teams like the uh, Steelers or Packers? And, and during this phase, I believe John Elway needed to mostly listen and just ask questions, try to keep his own opinions out of it, except uh, you know, as, insofar as he, he could draw the, the other members out and, and, and get and to know what they think. As they wrap up this retreat then, the, the, the team needed to develop a tactical, detailed vision and that is mostly Elway's own vision, but with the basic head nods of this larger team. So, so Elway needed to go through, and, and he's been listening, listening, listening throughout this retreat. And then finally, now he, he's going to work with the team and present his own future, his own vision for the Broncos' future for the next five years. Then, when that's done, now use that vision as a basis for finding his new head coach. What we're seeing instead seems, as a fan watching this from the cheap seats like I am, it seems to be something more akin to a classic John Elway broken play, where he's slapping together a list of names and scrambling to get through interviews so he can make a snap decision and not lose out on a guy like Munchak. The process just doesn't feel well thought out to me, in all honesty. So for what it's worth, I'm going to put out one principle here that I believe Elway should consider as he comes down the home stretch for this mission-critical decision. If you want to build your team around the defense, and John Elway will always want to build his team defense first, then I believe he needs to hire a coach that has a history-coordinating offense. And for that reason, I'm personally leaning towards Munchak over Fangio at the moment. And seriously, let me explain. Look at some of your great coaches in recent years. Bill Belichick, the most prolific offense in NFL history, was a defensive coordinator before he was head coach in Cleveland. Gary Kubiak was from the offense side, but his best Houston Texan teams, they, they won with defense. Kubiak's world champion Broncos were absolutely defense first, but, but Kubiak is an offense guy. So, so how does this work? Well, why does this, this work counterintuitively? Well, okay, so, so suppose for just a moment that I, the skipper dude, and the new head coach for the Broncos. I, I'm the Mike Munchak here. I come in as an offensive-minded wonderkind. I, I'm extremely self-confident, probably a, a bit arrogant, 
And, and you you know, you just don't control an NFL locker room without being the consummate alpha male, right? And, and I want to win a Super Bowl. Okay, so John Elway comes to me looking for advice. He has $10 million that he can put down on a solid free agent, and he has two that are eyeing the Broncos. One's a wide receiver, and the other's a safety. Who do I want? Okay, think about this. I want the safety. Okay, why? Be- because I want my talent on the defensive side of the football. I'm an offensive wonderkin, remember? I, I, you know, and, and I'm super talented, and, and I'll, for- I'll figure out how to make do without that stud wide receiver if I can get the safety. With the obvious exception of quarterback and, and left tackle, I want my prime free agent dollars and my prime draft picks going to build up the defense. Give me a quarterback and a, and a left tackle, and you can starve my offense a bit to build up my defense, and I'll figure out how to make the offense work. So my recommendation to Elway, if you want to emphasize defense, bring in an offensive specialist as head coach, I'd go with one check. Kevin, back to you.